Hi guys, this is Ruby Paquette. Welcome back to The Pratt. Um, today I have my little sister on, um, Eden. Want to say hi? Hey. <laughs> hey, girl. <laughs> so, um, in today's episode, we're going to be talking about something serious, which is kind of hard um, for both of us because just a little too silly. Um, but we're going to be talking about um, body image and eating disorders um and yeah so i think we should just get into it um i think that this just like to preference this is like this is a really hard topic and um me and eden both really acknowledge that right yes and um we're just kind of talking about our own experiences and stuff like that so um eden do you want to talk about your experience with body image and eating disorders and all that um, that's a lot to <laughs> just put out there. Um, give me some more. Some more? Yeah. When did you first start noticing, like, your body and, like, having body image issues? Like, what grade or what, how old were you? So, for me, when I actually, like, became aware of, like, you know, like, conscious of myself, I remember I was six years old and I was going to go on a train to Boston with my grandma and I remember getting this Rice Krispie treat from the vending machine and oh, I know the story. <laughs> deciding that it would be a better option than the cookies because it was smaller than the cookies. And I decided that, well, you know, this isn't as good for me because it says too much sugar. And I think that a lot of that came from like hearing my surroundings as like yeah. people around me, you know, like the environment that you grow up in. Yeah. Um, so um, talking about like obviously I mean like just like genetically my family like all three of us girls like when we like it this is kind of TMI but like when we hit puberty like we all got kind of like chubby before puberty even like, like yeah like before like, puberty ages like puberty. ages like eight or seven or eight to like 13 were rough for all of us yeah and um I think it's really hard like obviously we can get to this later but like I think it's really hard because like with social media nowadays and stuff like that like we were exposed to you know that stuff really young so that was always really hard and um so that's why I think we've had kind of an uproar an epidemic of eating disorders and body image issues yeah would you agree yeah so, anyways, going on with, like, your story, like, and your, you know, your journey, <laughs> um, you can keep going if you want, Do like... Do you want to, like, start from the beginning? Go to, like, middle school. Okay, so, after that kind of body issue thing started when I was six, it kind of just increased every year that I got older. Mm-hmm. I remember the, f- the first, like, encounter that I had with myself that was, like, really negative was... I remember I was little and we were going to watch Disney on ice and I had these my favorite pair of jeans that I loved so much I wore every single day in preschool (laughs) and I they fit up until like kindergarten first grade so that was around this time and I went to go put them on they didn't fit and I remember being like I'm so fat I just want to cut all my fat off I want to I want to cut this part off I don't like this part I specifically remember going into your room and being Ruby's room and being like Ruby, what's this little flap on my arm? I hate it so much. You're like, oh, that'll go away when you get to be my age mm-hmm. and stuff. Or, and like, love handles. Or yeah, like that especially, stuff that like, hear. yeah, like, stuff like that. And I used to be, like, 
you know, saying that kind of stuff about me now, looking back at it, like, I was seven. Obviously, my jeans aren't going to fit after a couple of years. Like, that, like that's, that's when normal. you grow. Yeah, it's and it wasn't grow. even, like, I was, like, getting fat. Like, obviously, like, yes, I was. But, like, <laughs> but, like, slowly, I'm talking about, like, my jeans didn't fit vertically. And I was, like, I'm so fat for that. Like, we just didn't understand I was six concept. years old. Like, in my jeans didn't fit, and yeah. I would get mad. And, yeah. like, saying like I was before, like, my environment like family and friends kind of just around me I feel like I was really exposed to that at like a young age with like not gonna point fingers but just like I don't know there was a lot of like people around me that would kind of expose me to negative body mm-hmm. issues and thoughts because they mm-hmm. said that stuff about myself and you know when you're young you absorb everything that everyone else is saying so when you hear them say something you know it Mm-hmm. you want to, like, repeat it when you're a kid. Did you ever experience, like, bullying or anything because you're weight? Or not, like, maybe not bullying, but just people pointing it out a lot? Or, like, I don't think I did until maybe fifth, fourth grade. Yeah. Um, I remember all my life I've been tall, and that was, like, a thing that, you know, oh, I didn't expect you to be this tall. Oh, I remember I went to the ER one time and I had to get something checked out for a sunburn that I had. And they were like, oh, when they said, you know, 13-year-old girl, I wasn't expecting this five foot nine girl to be sitting in here. I was expecting this little kid to be sitting in here. And it really, like, was like, wow. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like, that's not. Even when we went to, like, when we used to travel, like, we went to Europe. They are like, oh, we have a 12-year-old. And we went to go get bikes. And they thought the 12-year-old was going to be, like, this little skinny thing that was going to ride on the back of a bike. Yeah. It's like, no, babe, we need an actual bike for this 12-year-old. Yeah, and, like, everybody looks different. Yeah, and I think that there is, like, a line between, obviously, like, being healthy and being unhealthy. But, like, keep in mind that, like, I was 12 and, like, I wasn't overeating. Like, I was... Yeah, it's just a normal diet. It's like baby fat. Like, that's normal. I was eating, like, a normal diet everything like that and then when I got to middle school it was kind of when it like progressed where it wasn't as much of people saying stuff about me you know like even if I would talk to my friends or whatever they'd be like no you're fine don't worry about it like you're fine you're fine you'll grow out of it but then I kind of got exposed to social media and mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm allowed to say it. I'm pretty sure I am but there was a lot of like I can say it. I, I just had to figure it out. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Um, a lot of, like, you know, I watch a lot of YouTube, and I remember this one day there was this video that came up that was, like, a short story about anorexia. Oh, those got me every time. And I would watch it and be like, oh, that's so sad. And then I got onto this kind of thing where I was like, hey, like, that's kind of the thoughts that's going through my head, and I would watch more and more of them. And then yeah. at a certain point, like, they weren't educational, and they were just, like, Obsessed. Yeah. And I would binge watch those and be like, shoot, like I, I can be like that. Like, look at all these people that go from really being really overweight to being like sticks. Like I, I want to be like that. If like, I can't be like that, then why am I here? You know? Mm -hmm. So I would watch a bunch of those videos and everything and, you know, like overwork myself and stuff. And this was like my peak point of like, I never really got diagnosed with an eating disorder until after I had it, which was, like, recently, like, last year. And so... That's, like, crazy, because you're 16 now, right? Yeah, I'm 16, and the peak of it was, like, 
I think 13 to 14 years old. Yeah, like eighth grade. It was, so in seventh grade, it was, you know, good. Everything's fine. I was worried about my body image, but at the same time, it wasn't like, I would go in and out of it, like waves and stuff. Yeah. And then it was the summer of that, I remember. It was like coming out of COVID. I was like, people have to see me. Like people are making fun of me, Mm -hmm. everything like this and that. And I would watch those videos and use them as motivation to be like, oh shoot, this and that. And I remember I, one day at school, I like fainted and because I, like, had not been eating, and I, like, told my friends and everything, and, you know, people just kind of still passed me off. They're like, oh, it's because you got your COVID shot. It's because this, it's because that. Excuses for it. And also because yeah. people were like, well, you're not necessarily thin. Yeah, I was that's like, what I was going to say. I was, like, five, I would say I was, like, five nine, five ten in seventh and eighth grade, and I remember from the year that I was in seventh grade, going to be vulnerable here, but... I remember I was in seventh grade and I was like 190 pounds and I was like, you know, like, like this is not normal. Like this is not healthy and stuff. And then I started watching those videos and I remember I watched diet culture of a bunch of these gym guys being like, you're fat, you're obese. Like you're going to get a heart attack when you're, when you're 20 and all this stuff. And Mm -hmm. I would watch all those pro Anna videos and stuff for like motivation. I would go onto pro Anna websites and like old Tumblr from like, yeah old years and stuff and I'd be like shoot like this is how I want to be like I guess this is how I want to live my life like I'll do whatever it takes to be skinny and so from the time that I was in seventh grade and I was 190 pounds I went into um eighth grade and I was like 160 I think my lowest was like 145 and I was like 5'9 and I never really looked too different because I like and also your clothing choice and your clothing choices. Yeah, I definitely wore baggy clothing a lot. And, like, people were like, oh, it's because you started playing a new sport. I started I started playing volleyball, like, actually competitively in eighth grade. And people were like, oh, it's because you're playing volleyball. It's because you're and doing this. And also just it's growing. Yeah, it's because you're, you're eating healthy. Or I remember you and Maddie kind of had, or mo- mostly Maddie kind of, she just, at the beginning when she was just going through puberty, she kind of just thinned out on her own. Yeah, that's a little bit. happens, yeah. So everybody was like, oh, that's just happening. Like, what happened to you and your two sisters and stuff? Like, it's normal and stuff. So people kind of just put it off. And, like, I remember thinking to myself, like, well, I can get away with this because I've fainted. I've told everybody that I only eat, you know, like, 50 calories a day and nobody seems to care. Like, they're just thinking that, like, I'm healthy and everything. So, like, I can get away with this. Mm -hmm. And that's what it was about for you, getting away with. Getting away with it. And also, like, it kind of showed me how much people, like, don't pay attention to me. Yeah. That's really hard. Yeah. Because I think, like, the biggest part of having an eating disorder and having body image issues is, like, having a community that you can go to because you feel so alone. Yeah. You feel like the only thing that matters is your weight, and it do- nothing else matters. A lot of it for me, too, was I remember there was this other girl that was in, like, around my grade, and... She also had an eating disorder, but it wasn't diagnosed, like, same with me. And I remember being so envious of her because she was smaller than me. She was shorter than me. Being like, what is she doing that I can't do? And, like, eating disorders, if you have specific ones, and it's different different for everyone, can be really competitive. So for me, it wasn't even, like, well, it was partly kind of, like, well, I can get away with this. Like, nobody really cares about me. I don't have a support system. For me, it was, like, I'm going to be thinner than her. I'm going to be tinier than her I'm gonna be sicker than her yeah (laughs) um 
Yeah, since you mentioned, like, different eating disorders, like, obviously you had, like, some form of anorexia Mm -hmm. um, in middle school and, like, maybe even going into high school. I don't really know, but... um, I still do struggle with it, and I think that this is kind of why it's, like, a sensitive topic and stuff, but at the same time, it's, like, it is growing in the process. Like, I have gained weight since eighth grade, and I think that that's a difficult thing, but at the same time, it's, like, I had people who started to notice it, like, Addie. Mm Mm-hmm and ryan and everything and like kind of people started to notice being like eden like you're literally completely healthy being like how about we go to the gym and then we can go get this balanced meal that is so good and nutritious and has all the food groups in it and you know we can get dessert after because everything's good in moderation yeah and that kind of was like what help me a lot I think yeah like hey let's like hey let's like go to the gym and like me and eden like used to do this a while ago with like Addy and stuff we still do it like go to the gym and then we'll go to like Bajas yeah or, or we'll like, go get an we'll ice go, cream pint from a dairy-free yeah. ice cream pint from Shaw's yeah like that's just a thing that like should be you should be able to do like let yourself be able to live your life like that yeah. you know what I mean and that's that's one of the hardest things is like to live your life happily like that without th- like being guilt-free you know what I yeah. mean um yeah, I didn't really think that, like, I had a support system in, like, eighth grade and stuff, and I realized how much I, I didn't really realize how much I didn't until I met, like, new people in my life that were, mm-hmm. like, you didn't, like, this is, like, getting unhealthy, like, you need to do this, you need to do that, and even, like, some of the closest people, like, in my life really didn't notice, or, like, not that mm-hmm. they did notice, but, like, it wasn't to, like, a certain extent well because you're not a very like open person and obviously you're not going to be open about that to people like people really have to go out of their way to notice those things about you you know what I mean um and has it helped you having like two sisters I feel like sometimes like if you're an only child or if you're like we don't really talk about this a lot but like boys who have eating disorders or like who have brothers or like I think that's really hard. I think if you have sisters who may have experience, and I'll talk about mine after, but, like, do you think that was easier for you? Made it slightly easier? In some ways, yes, but I always, I don't know, this, like, feels like putting you on the spot, but always, like, kind of at the same time that I had mine, you had yours. Yeah. And it was, like, Ruby's always been the skinnier sister, you know? And, like, to my family, it was always kind of that way. And to me, it was almost, not like, not your fault at all, but to me, it was always, like, made it more difficult because I wanted to be like you. Mm-hmm. But I don't even think I've ever told you that before. No, you haven't. <laughs> like, made me sad. Like, but, I'm like, oh, okay. But that's not your fault, you know? No, that's, yeah. like, in my head. Yeah. Like, you can't control how you look, you know? Right. But I remember I would always be, like, what's she doing that, like, I can't? Like, how is she naturally this skinny? Like, I remember I would, like, make fun Especially of you. Especially hard with the people with the same genetics yeah. as you. I would like, make fun of you and, you know, like, just because I was envious of you. Yeah. I always felt that way with Maddie because... I don't really know her experience with body image. She was very reserved growing up. But, like, I always felt like she was just so independent. Like, she was so herself all the time. She didn't care what other people She didn't people care thought. if she gained weight. She didn't care she if she didn't lost care weight. at she, all. Like, from my perspective, like, I don't know how she was truly feeling. But, like, for me, like, I just wanted to be like that. I wanted And to she be- always told me I was perfect the way I was. I know. There wasn't a point where she was, like, eating your fat, you know? Yeah, no. Me or Maddie have never said, like... 
Well, maybe recently. There's been, like, a couple... <laughs> there's been a couple of times where me and Ruby call each other fatties. But, you know... You know, we need to lean off of that. Maybe that's a maybe that's a 2024 goal. You know, I'm thinking that I kind of like it, though, because it makes us feel equal. <laughs> it makes us feel equal. True. Honestly, calling each other fatties... <laughs> calling each other fatties has helped a lot, because... Stop! You no, know, it has, because... No, with, like, Addie and stuff, I think that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. And you and Addie are really close. Yeah, it's just it's just funny to call each other fat. It's really so, not even targeted towards weight. It's just being like, oh, you're eating, you're fat, you know. But it's not. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to people who don't get it, you okay, know. Yeah. It's not making fun of each other's weight. That's not what yeah. we're doing. So, um, just to preference this, because we did say I had an eating disorder, and I kind of wanted to talk about that because I don't want people to think that I had anorexia and, or get like a wrong impression. Really quickly. Yeah. Um, Go I kind it. of like got off this track, but I'm still kind of. I'm still kind of, <laughs> sorry, I have a mustache on my finger. I was still kind of recovering from it. I am still kind of recovering from it. But I think every single day that, like, I think about it, like, every day that goes on, I get better and better. But at the mm-hmm. same time, it's, like, it's almost like grief where it's, like, comes in ups and downs. Yeah. It's not always linear and stuff. Especially with stuff So, going like, even today, stuff. I caught myself thinking the thoughts of, like, don't eat lunch today so you can eat more when you get home. Mm-hmm. Or stuff like that. Don't pack a lunch. You always say that. Like, you never grab snacks in the morning. Yeah. And like, I find myself doing that a yeah. lot still. Like, I feel like my eating is not... I had a point in my life last year where my eating was so linear. I was eating the most balanced foods, like, and eating everything in moderation. And I was like, wow, like, I'm healed. And this year, I'm not sure if it has to do with coming to a new school or whatever and seeing my old friends mm-hmm. and being like, wow, I haven't changed or I haven't lost weight, which was mm-hmm. kind of always my goal. Mm-hmm. To, like, kind of realize... You switch that to, like, shoot, a different goal. Like, like, this is not... Like, I don't know. I kind of still struggle with it and everything, especially over the summer, like, yeah. wearing bathing suits and stuff. It wasn't even, like, that much of an issue because a lot of time I hang out with my friend Lily, and she's always been the most supportive person I know. Even I knew her, like, even when I was in, like, the peak of my eating disorder in eighth grade, and, like, she was always there for me. She'd always... Yeah. She'd always accept me, accept me for who I was. And even when I had gained weight, she's never once, like, said a word about it. She's never said anything unless mm-hmm. I've brought it up. Bring, brought, in, brought. brought it up. <laughs> yeah. But this summer, I remember we would go tanning all the time and wear our bikinis and stuff. And Lily's literally the polar opposite of me. Like, she's so tiny, and I love her so much. She's so cute. <laughs> and she's just always super supportive of, like, how I look and telling me I'm beautiful and everything. Yeah, and I I've think that, that. that is really so important, important even yeah. though that's like the most cliche thing ever is that like no that was the next thing on my list like having a support system and having friends makes the biggest difference yeah. people that notice are the difference of like your life and even not. like when you don't eat lunch and people are like hey are you okay you're not eating it's like makes so much of a difference than you think it would yeah that people are noticing or your you struggles. know what's even better for me like when i was in mine like personally Someone, like, oh, this was my favorite. When someone offered to split something with you. Yeah. When someone was like, hey, do you want half of my PB&J? Or, like, hey, do you want to split an apple Or even with me? when they just offer you food, they're like, oh, do you want some of my crackers? Because it kind of is, It like, forces you to say yes. It forces you to eat something. It forces you to say yes and, make and a also connection realize and make that, that happy. And also realize that, like, they don't think of you as fat. No. Because they, they think want of you as wanting to be nourished and be a happy, healthy friend. Yeah. So, um... What I was going to say was, um, I mean, obviously we can talk about after, remind me to talk about why this is important to talk yeah. about, but um, 
I still do, but I've always had an eating disorder called ARFID. It's Avoidant Restrictive Food Intake Disorder. And I have um, a page on, actually TikTok, but that's kind of embarrassing, but whatever. Um, just kind of dedicated to that. And I recently started doing that. But um, I'm a huge, huge, huge supporter of like positive body image. Like you will literally see on my main Instagram an entire like all like some of my posts are about it I have a highlight for it I always repost stuff about it I continuously you know live that way my life because of the experiences I've had personally and um but I never had an eating disorder that affected my body image I just I always wanted to be skinny because I was a dancer but I never thought of myself as fat. Mm. I thought of myself as tall and I was really insecure about my stomach. But other than that, I always thought of myself as skinny. The red line. The red line. Yeah, sorry. We have like a genetic thing where like whenever we sit, we have like a red line on our stomach. But I think it's just because we're pale. It, like- yeah. But anyways, um, I just wanted to say that ARFID is an eating disorder that you usually get diagnosed when you're, like, literally an infant child, where it's, like, I like to describe it as, like, extreme... Infant child. Infant child, yeah, whatever. Um, I like to describe it as extreme picky eating, but it's not, like, really that. It's, like, if you ever see those TV shows where they it's not only as in eat... control. Yeah, yeah. If you ever see these TV, those TV shows where you're, like... The people who only eat fries their entire life, that's what ARFID is. Mine is obviously less extreme. And the fact that people are coming at them for being like, you're fat, you only eat fries, you're the pickiest eater we've ever known. It's like... A lot um, of those were made, too, before people had discovered that ARFID was an eating disorder. Yeah, it's it really is. It's um it's a mental eating disorder. It um I got diagnosed two years ago, and I've been tracking my food intake for the past three years. Um, that's why I was anemic. I don't get enough protein intake. I like I have so many issues with my like nutrition wise. I took I still take so many vitamins. I'm vegetarian. I don't like vegetables. I I'm so picky, like extremely picky. But textures. I've, textures you are love, huge. You love foods. You love different flavors. But when it comes to textures, it throws yeah, the whole thing off. It literally throws the entire thing off. I love when we put like when I put stuff into food. Mm. Like if there's mac and cheese with like broccoli in it, like I'll eat that. But I, I actually hate want broccoli. Ball bowls so bad right now. <laughs> Doesn't that sound so good? I want a chicken bowl. Like, sorry. Anyways, wait. I was going to say, also, same thing with me of, like, I remember the feeling of being anemic and being, like, oh, I love the feeling of when I get lightheaded. It's, like, a reward showing my yeah. progress of how I haven't eaten or, like, yeah. even secretly after I passed out, I was, like, wow. Like, I've come I've so, so far. far. Yeah. I thought it was always so quirky. And I'm still anemic. And, honestly, that just goes to show, like, and I'm in recovery. Like, yeah. it affects you for so much longer than you think it will. I've been anemic yeah. since seventh grade. That's, like, crazy um but I was gonna say that like I used to think it was quirky that I only liked coffee cheese and bread and that's all I ate um babe you're exercising every single day of the week and only having bread and coffee you're gonna die like please eat something with nutritional value so anyways that's kind of just like a little background on my story because I just wanted to explain that I don't didn't have anorexia I wasn't imposing that on myself as a person who has anorexia, not that that's bad, but I didn't want people Can to think that. Can we please talk about misophonia a little bit? What? Like chewing. Oh, yeah, sure. So this is kind of, we. I feel like we could have done a whole other podcast on this, but I'll just I have to briefly, do a trigger warning for this one. Briefly summarize. Um, 
that I remember from like a really young age Ruby would eat and I'd be like, I can't stand this. I literally cannot do this right now. We would be sitting at the table and she'd be chewing and I'd be like, why are you chewing like that? Like in the middle of our dinner and I would start crying and my parents didn't understand because they were like, it's just genetic, this, that, this, that. And I like recently, like literally like a couple months ago, discovered that misophonia was a thing, which is like the fear of like someone chewing. It's not really like a fear. It's more of like a makes you like mad, angry. And also like you're scared of it. Mm-hmm. Same thing with like my fear of throwing up. But that's a whole different thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember like whenever she would eat, I'd be like, I can't stand this. I literally hate it so much, especially when she would eat like eggs and it was like soft, but I could hear her chewing. It'd be like, why are you eating like that? I still kind of get like that, but like less. We don't eat in front of each other like that. And also like so many people complain about this too. And Addie does too. I know that I chew like annoyingly. I chew with my mouth shut. Like my misophonia on top of you chewing loudly was really just like the turning point for me of like, I can't live with her. (laughs) Okay. No, because this is relevant because ARFID people who have ARFID you're trying to just get it down you're like yeah like you're trying to I eat so fast because if I stop for a second and taste the food I'm eating I will gag and not eat it anymore and trigger warning for people who like throw up or whatever I literally like if I have something and it makes me nauseous to a point where I gag or I have to throw it up or something like that I won't eat it again ever in my life ever ever and I had misophonia and I forget what it's called. It's like endominophobia or whatever, like the fear of throwing up. So like us combined growing up with was all so these, hard. with all these con- like complete opposite eating problems and fears was like mm-hmm. l- literally like the worst combination you could have had. Yeah. So just to like finish out the last like five minutes, I just wanted to talk about why it's important to talk about this and how we're not just ranting about our lives. Yeah. I think it's important to realize that you have people in your community that struggle every single day and everybody's going through something and you just know that sounds cliche it does but like you have to have to recognize that you know what I mean like here we are like just two little two little bean sisters Mm, wouldn't say we're little (laughs) (laughs) see that's what that's what I mean (laughs) but we're two like sisters who just like I don't know you just wouldn't guess I guess you know what I mean yeah you don't know anything about anybody's problems in their life I guess well, most of the time. So yeah, it's just important to talk about that. And also, if you guys ever... Check up on your friends. Basically. Check up on your friends. Check up on your friends because it does make a difference. And check up on them in private if they're not going to say anything in public. And if they don't want to talk about it, they don't want to talk about it. But a lot of the time, like... It's better off if just you... Just check up on your friends. Even if you're not someone. close with them and you notice, like, these repetitive behaviors of, like, not eating and stuff, I wish that somebody would have checked up on me, like, in a yeah. serious manner instead of just being like, if why you're don't not you close, eat? If you're not close with them, reach out to somebody who is, too. Yeah. And also, it can be it's hard... Okay to it can be hard to reach out, but it's not even, like, reach out. It's just, like, check up on your friends, please. Yeah. And also, if you have any questions, you can DM my Instagram. Or mine. Yeah. I think mine's Ruby Pocket 24 if you have any problems. Can't remember mine. <laughs> it's, on, it's on mine, so it's okay. Yeah. Um, I'm on her following, so. Yeah, Eden Pocket. It's probably EJ or Eden. I don't remember. But anyways, if you have any questions or reach out for any help that you might have with um, eating disorders, and thank you guys for listening to this episode. Even though that really did not even wrap up a fragment of stuff I could say I about know. eating disorders. It was just a little blimp of our experience. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Thank you guys for joining. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. Have a good week.